What's up, world? And welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip hop heads discuss hip hop topics. On today's episode, we'll first dive into the semi controversy involving the casting and the reboot of the TV show A Different World. And we discuss whether or not we detect the disturbing trend of colorism in the casting of certain actresses. Then we'll discuss whether or not are younger rappers too dismissive and disrespectful of the older generation? Or should the older generation of rappers be more accepting of the new school cats? Then we'll discuss the Grammys nominations for best rap album this year. Did they get it right or did they get it wrong? Then we'll dive into our album Face Off and compare comments the Dreamer the Believer album versus most deaths the ecstatic album. Then we'll dive into a couple of unpopular hip hop opinions, do another segment of overrated underrated, the crew will share what they've been bumping for the week, and we'll also preview a few upcoming topics. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. What's, what's, what's happening, What's going on, bro? Chilling, chilling. Well, uh, with JB, man. He's on his way. He's on his way. Had to, had to, had to unload a few more pies to the community. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he do. <laughs> and I'll take it like Nino Brown, baby. <laughs> and them keys ain't gonna sell themselves. <laughs> How you been, man? Family. I've been good. I've been good. How about you? How's the family? We all right, man. We all right. Hanging in there, you know. You know how it be. Y'all saying Rona free? Yeah, so far. I mean, ain't no guarantees out here, man. I know it's lurking around that corner trying to catch me slipping. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's lurking around a lot of corners. What's going yeah. on? We look like we got a, a, a special guest in the house. Yeah, uh, a sister from Friday Night Face Off getting to know her she really loved like she really loves music she'd be there every week so she expressed <clears throat> she expressed a uh, uh an interest in doing a podcast she, she had thought about it she was like man i really love music and i would love to like talk about music and then i was like man that's cool and then i was like you know what you, you talking too Not much greg let, let, let her introduce herself <laughs> oh she here yeah oh. hey how- oh what's happening what's, up? what's going on What's going on with you? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate thanks, it. Thanks for coming. You, you, Greg spoke very highly of you, so I'm, uh, well, I'm always you, game to have new voices one. I, I don't uh, recommend fluff. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> you better not. But it's good to have you on the show. How, how's it going? It's going good. I cannot complain. I'm just happy to be here. And um, nice that you guys invited me. I appreciate that. A lot. Nah, not a problem. Not I, a problem. I, like your, I listen to a prior podcast and I, I like your flow. So thank you. Oh, thank thank you so much. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. We we aims to please. You staying Rona free out there? You know it. I'm trying my best. I'm not trying to be out here in these streets. I'm in the house. So. <laughs> good, good, good. That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. But we gonna go ahead. We gonna go ahead and get started. Uh, with our show, like we always do, we're gonna do a few um, cover a little few news nuggets. What's going on, Phil? Hey, what's going on, man? Nothing much, man. You like you you fresh out the meeting? I am. 
Remember, my meeting is on. Uh... That's right. That's yeah. right. You still look snazzy. You there? You hear me? Yeah, I, I can hear some of y'all. He the okay. only one talking. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but how's it going, bro? How's the family? Family doing good. By the way, my wife just called you a hotel. <laughs> uh, hey, I got a, I got a word for her. But, oh, that, that reminds me. That reminds me. Yes, you can, yes, you can say the N-word on this show. <laughs> okay, in case anybody was wondering. But uh, we're going to go ahead and dive right into the show, man. Start off with our news nuggets. Um, I was reading an article on... Uh, I don't know. It might have been Consequence of Sound or something. One of them. One of them Googles. But uh, Master P, he was being interviewed about some of the missed opportunities in his career, and I, mean, I found it interesting, man. He um, he was actually talking about how he had actually passed up on the opportunity to sign R&B singer India Ari. And uh, I don't know if y'all heard this story, but. Um, he was saying that she used to come over barefoot playing a guitar and he had like no idea how to market her and you know basically he just regretted not doing that you know because of what she you know she later went on to kind of blow up um what do y'all think about that do you think she would have been a good fit for the label do you think he was right in in passing up on that yep he was right yeah i agree i agree <laughs> I mean, he was right he did her he did her a favor it's a good point. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it like that. He did do her a favor because honestly, she's cool. Don't get me wrong, she cool, but she don't fit what they what they do. And I know he was probably like vibing with the music and everything, but at at that time, nah, that that wasn't their direction. They were doing something different. Yeah, yeah. I I just find it interesting, like how artists when they're on the come up who they kind of cross paths with you know it's i i don't know if y'all heard this but uh black eyed peas used to be signed to um to death row no well, no not death row it wasn't death row it was ruthless ruthless records mm. back in the day they of course they were under a different name back then blood of abraham but they were they were essentially the same group you know and uh. you know it's just funny it, it, artists really need to kind of link up with the right people who are kind of able to kind of groom their image and market them you know in the right way you know to their intended audience for them to really pop and yeah NDRE with you know no limit that's I just can't see that (laughs) I just can't see that like like yeah she's she's such a natural born artist you know I, I don't even know what attracted her to Master P that's that's the other question. Like maybe she was just trying to get in. Yeah, most you likely. Know? Yeah, that's you know. that's most likely likely a story. But it was just I just thought that was a <laughs> that was an odd story. But hey, I, I kind of think like look at all the other no limit artists and where they are now. Mm. And would she have ended up just like them if she would have signed with him? So I think he really did the right thing by passing over. Yeah. yeah 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 she she found her lane she eventually found her lane which is good for her but um you know hey good for her good for her i've always been a fan uh but moving right along man to our next little news nugget um i don't know if you all saw this there is going to be it's not official yet but they're talking about rebooting the show a different world it was a, a, a excellent show back in the late 
late, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, late 80s, early 90s that highlighted black college life on an HBCU. And uh, I think it was on for about five or six seasons. But anyway, Debbie Allen is going to reboot the show or wants to reboot the show. And there's nothing official just yet as far as the casting, but the actresses that they're looking to have star in it include uh, Tessa Thompson, Storm Reid, Kelly McCreary, uh, Yara Shahidi from from Blackish. Um, I think y'all are familiar with with Tessa Thompson. Storm Reid is the little girl from um, and what was she in? She was she was in um, oh man that movie that Ava DuVernay did maybe like a year or two ago. Oh, A, a Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, but yeah. why would Tessa Thompson do? She is actually playing the. Uh, I, I, you know what? I don't. I didn't read who she was playing, but I, I think she's going to be one of the stars, one of the, one of the main students that the you know that the show was centered around. Hold on one second. We got some more people coming in here. What's up, Reggie? What's the word? Nothing much. Nothing much. What's up, Jamil? What up? What up? What's going on, man? Hey, man, how you getting haircuts in the pandemic? You just go right in. What do you mean? There's no line, no wait. <laughs> now nah, you out here, you out here foul, man. Because <laughs> of people like Christmas. you, the numbers is going up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway but anyway um the the this this casting has had a lot of people kind of uh I, I'm, I'm gonna say just a little upset uh because all these actresses are biracial and very light-skinned or, or very light-skinned um do you all think that this casting was um or these casting choices was fair or foul so considering this evening, I'm a little, I'm a little afraid to speak on it. <laughs> uh, don't, don't get quiet now, shoot. <laughs> look, no, it ain't foul, and and that's not the final casting anyway. I mean, I, I would assume, knowing what different world was, they're not gonna just get black actresses. They're gonna get Hispanic, white, like they're gonna they're gonna mix it up, man. And it's gonna be your 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 fair skin, your bright skins, and it's gonna be some dark skinned people up in there too. You gotta have a Kimberly Reese. Well, that's the thing. There, there is no Kimberly Reese. There is no Jaleesa. Um, yes, there is. No, not for the reboot. Not, not, not in not, the. Not, I, but understand what I'm saying. Not, not necessarily those particular roles per se. But there will be actresses like them. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, I just don't. I just don't think they're done. Okay, well that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. I mean, they yeah. they already have three or four actresses already. I'm a, I'm going to say cast because they're already doing going through the what they call the table reads, whatever. And for the actors, male actors, they've got uh, Oswin Benjamin and Little Yachty playing some of the the, the male co-eds on the show. So I don't know. I think it's safe to say the casting is probably 75 80 percent done at this point but do you all do you all see do you all see the colorism argument do you all do you all think it's fair to kind of call that out i don't i don't think so because uh i feel like especially who's who's doing the remake um who's she, doing it he just said uh debbie allen debbie allen debbie allen oh. i wouldn't see her engaging in colorism by any means you know what i mean like her and felicia rashad i mean they are what 
You know what I'm saying? Like they wouldn't go to that that lane of they would make sure mm-hmm. it's diverse. Is what I'm getting. Yeah. At. I don't yeah. see them actually only picking light skinned people. That wouldn't be in their nature at all. So I I agree with Greg and saying like I just think that those names are what was pulled out and it kind of just gave people uh basically like a clickbait to uh you know basically talk negatively about it okay fair enough anyone else want to weigh in on this i don't know that i i don't know that i i don't know what i think anymore i don't know that i believe that though knowing that debbie allen is attached to it gives me a little more confidence that you know they may end up doing the right thing with the casting but the fact of the matter is colorism is a thing particularly in entertainment that's just kind of what it is you got to be light-skinned and and wavy as 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 my man jay-z would say um to make the cut like occasionally you'll have a kimberly reese but for the most part like the dark-skinned women in a lot of these shows are there either as the wise older person or like the comic release the sidekick yeah yeah that's that's just that's that's their function they're never going to be the love interest if they're there at all so I, I think you know although i'm glad to see or hear that debbie allen is attached and i could be wrong but i'm just going off of what i've seen in most of the shows that we get whether they are quote unquote black shows or not like this is still a thing that that kind of has to be addressed. I mean, there, and what we've seen thus far haven't really uh, haven't really swayed me to think otherwise. Did we forget that Marissa Tomei was on the first season? Not at all. Like, but like that, that was before Debbie Allen came in. Correct. Right. right. What What about you, Brandon? You think there's 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 a legit cause of you know complaint here? I do see the the complaint. I do see the issue. Um, the main cast so far, which I believe is the main cast, are all light-skinned females. So where is where where are the the, the chocolate sisters? Where are the the other faces that represent us us as women? Um, that that's going to be a big issue if Debbie Allen doesn't add some more characters to the show. I, I mean, we don't know who the characters are. We don't know what's going on, how this is going to play out. But I, I do see colorism issues. It's everywhere, though. It's like this brand book. It's nothing new. It's something me and my daughter talk about. So hmm. I, I, I do see where that is going to come in play. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it, it's funny because it doesn't seem to be an issue when it comes to portraying men. You know, usually, you know, dark-skinned men usually don't have a problem getting getting you know cast in different roles but when it comes to when it comes to women yeah it's usually light-skinned women biracial women and you know just to play devil's advocate here i think debbie allen did kind of speak on this and, and she did say that she wanted it to kind of reflect the the african diaspora more so to speak and represent those you know have representation of biracial people because they're just plain and simple they're more biracial people walking around now than it was 30 years ago so i, I kind of see that part of it the problem and I don't, I don't have a problem with that honestly i but i do think the problem comes in with underrepresentation of others i mean what's the, what, what's to keep you from casting like a francesca ramsey or a 
know, a Tiana Paris or uh, what's the girl who was supposed to be playing the new Little Mermaid? I forget her name, but her. You know what I mean? Not to say these other actresses aren't talented and haven't, you know, worked hard to get what they got. Not saying that at all, but you know, I it it is a greater problem, you know, in the in the black community. I don't think a different world can be blamed for it, and a different world is not going to be able to fix that problem. But it is. Let me ask you this. Let me. I I just want to pose a question: Is it a problem with? Is it optics, or is it race? Is it because when you look at these women, they appear light to bright skin, or is it the actual race? Because you said if there, if there's mixed in there, then that's representation. <clears throat> so what what's what's really what's really the issue here? Can I make a comment? I'm Go sorry. ahead. <laughs> um, as a, I mean, speaking from a woman's perspective, we've always been told that the lighter you are, the more beautiful you are. The more Caucasian traits you have, the more beautiful you are. Um, I think that's represented a lot on what we see on TV and on in movies. You don't see a lot of chocolate women or dark, darker skinned black women on portrayed portrayed anywhere on TV, um, unfortunately. And I mean, it's, it goes it goes way back, way back in our own families. Our families have these same issues and these topics that come up. That the lighter you are, the better you are. The, the smarter you are, even my grandmother telling me not to talk to a darker skinned br- brother, you know, because that's not attractive to her. I mean, I've had these conversations my whole life with my women and my family. So I do believe that optics plays a part, a part of it. So your grandma didn't like chocolate? Okay. No. Not at all. And it's I mean, there's a lot of a lot of grandmothers. There's a lot of grandmothers out there like that. <laughs> no doubt. Some that are chocolate and they feel that way. It's a it's a you say uh my conditioning has been conditioned. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like it's funny on that sketch, but that's that's real. And those are, are, are very real issues that go way beyond a different world or um, entertainment in, in general. Like I appreciate Brandy's comment about your experiences with your own family like that's that's real stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah the answer so to answer your question so though, then Greg, is it optic yeah it, yeah it is optics it's not reflective of reality of i mean you know uh when i go up to my son's school or I go back when you know they were still in the building you know and you i go to his classroom you know you got all the girls in there for weren't story, light for skin. story time yeah for story time you, you, you know how i get down yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, reading the uh, autobiography of Malcolm X to the kids, <laughs> the history of Dr. Yakub. But you know, they're, they're all you know, dark skin, you know, caramel skin girls. So, so to see a show like that about a school and like all the girls are light skinned or all the stars are light skinned, the the problem is that it's not reflective of you know how the black community actually looks you know so i, I think that's why people kind of have a problem with it so and i and i, I get that it, it's it, it is a conversation that kind of has to constantly be had you know there's been a lot of uh light shed on casting calls you know that are done on some of these or were done on some of these you know music video shoots where they had a, what was it like an a type a b type and a c type you know and the a types were either latina biracial or white 
the B types were a medium color and then the C types were dark skinned girls with, you know, 4C hair basically. So, you know, it's 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 tragic that this is still a thing that we still have to contend with. And I, I think that, you know, it's something that can only be fixed by by us, by you know, kind of paying attention to it, not being hypersensitive to it, but kind of, you know, paying attention to it. I remember this one actress, I can't remember which one it was. She was actually offered the role that um, Denai Guerrero got in Black Panther. And it was it was a light skinned actress, but she, uh, man, what was it? It might have been Zoe Kravitz. Uh, I think Zoe's she, in the next one. Oh, my bad, go, go ahead. No, no, Zoe's in Batman. Right. Yeah, no, this was this the was next Black Panther too. Anyway, but but anyway, she she turned down a role because she was she felt she was too light for the role, and knew that you know this wouldn't be, <laughs> this this basically wouldn't pass. This is a story about a a sovereign African nation untouched by the outside world, and you're gonna have like a light, a super light skinned chick playing a, a very major role in a movie. So she turned it down. So you know, I think that that was that was a good and smart move on her part, uh, because yeah, people would have had something to say about it. People definitely she would have been good in it anyway. Denai Guerrero is, is is better than her. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's a I phenomenal actress and, and and more experienced. You know, so yeah, I I think she was right to turn it down. But um, you know, I don't know, man. I'm willing to give it another. You know, give it. The college try, no pun intended, and, and see what the show's talking about, and see who else they cast, and you know, hopefully it's, you know, somewhat close to the original, because the original show was it was great. You know, I don't know if y'all watched it, but um, you know, it was great. You know, and what? what are you talking about? Of course we watched it. We your age, nigga. Hey man, you you ain't heard Outcast Equipment all the way through, so I don't know what you didn't stop, done. Stop, done. That, stop, stop. TV's <laughs> my my jam. All right. Okay. I don't take away how egregious this outcast thing is. <laughs> what? <laughs> I get to it one of these days, man. Oh wow! Right. <laughs> you missing out? Okay, well, moving right along, man. Our next topic. <laughs> I, I had had this. I had this topic kind of like you know in the queue, but in light of some recent um, comments by Young Thug concerning Andre Three Thousand, it's kind of. Um, kind of relevant to bring up when it comes to hip-hop and the, and the hip-hop industry currently do you all feel that younger artists are too dismissive or too disrespectful of the older generation or do you feel that the older generation of rappers needs to be more accepting of the, of the new school cats <laughs> all right i guess i'll i'll do it um <laughs> I don't think the issue is so much that the new generation is disrespectful, which they are. But my problem with the dismissal of the, of the older artist is not so much that there is dismissal. It's that you're not as good as the people you dismissing. Like you sound ridiculous. <laughs> if you're if you're better than right, if you are. If you come out and you can rightfully challenge the person that you're being dismissive of, then I got no beef with that. That's just competition that happens, you know, in, in the hip hop community. I'm all for all of that. You got to have something to stand on. But otherwise, you just loud and and wrong. You, you, you know, you're a kid throwing a tantrum as opposed to having any real substance to what you got to say. Mm -hmm. Like, be disrespectful. Just be talented. 
I, if I, if I could, uh, intercept, um, that's, that's a good I, one. <laughs> I mean, intercept, baby pop. <laughs> I, uh, it's, I don't, I agree with you. I don't, I don't believe that the younger generation is disrespectful. The way this world works is that when you're on top, you are it. Why would I think about Andre 3000? Why, why would I? Why would I think about any of them that came before me? I'm on top now. The world is my oyster. You know what I'm saying? Now, when somebody bring them up, you it, it, it would be smart of you to either not say another word and just be like, you know, I'm not. I need to. I need to. I need to learn more about the history of of hip hop than to just be like, oh well. Uh, now I, I've never heard anything that dude has done. Like you sound, you, again, you, I agree with you. You sound foolish. In turn, I think it's difficult for the older, older generation of hip hop to see these young cats, see the success, and and understand what they had to go through, and see that these young these young guys don't have to go through nearly as much. It's it's difficult for them to embrace them, and it's difficult for them to be like. Man, I recognize you. I see you. Keep doing your thing. It's always a, a, a negativity surrounding it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I think it's I think it's is is both. Um, you know, I, I wish I wish that it was more like basketball. Like where, you know, the, the the older generation, they see these young guys coming up and it's 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 smarter to embrace them than to fight them. Cause your time has come and gone. Uh, unfortunately, in hip hop, it's it's all about egos and who's doing what and when, and you know that 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 can show and make make actually make both parties look bad. Yeah, yeah, Reggie, man, you, you, out of out of all of us, you, you're the one with the most accepting ear um, when it comes to the younger cats. What what do you think? Uh, from from what I'm understanding. Uh, it seems like a lot of these young cats, they they don't know the who's who in terms of who came before him, before them. So that's one thing. But I also think that they see that a lot of times that these older rappers are butthurt that they are making it the money that they are making. Because, you know, of course, they didn't have the money. Like, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, that money is different now. So these, these rappers are not only getting money uh more money but they get money faster and i think that there is a little uh gap in terms of accepting these young artists and even taking a listen to them and their craft um so that's what I, that's what i think i think that's what it is ultimately um when i was listening to just the sound bite because i didn't listen to the whole interview I kind of understood what he was saying in in regards to I guess it's like you're referring like, to Young Thug before was the optics, whereas you got somebody like as big as a star as Elton John was, and you know what I'm saying he reaching out to you and whatever the case may be. I'm pretty sure that he didn't run into Andre 3000 or Big Boy a hundred times in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? But they've never had a conversation or anything to the point of being accepted by these Atlanta, you know, legends. 
So with that being said, it's like, well, you know, I don't need y'all to be successful anyway. So I'm gonna keep doing my thing and it is what it is. So I, now you got a, a angry, you know what I'm saying, young dude who can care less about you. And what Yeah, you I mean, it, it seemed very personal to me, his his statements, because he almost seemed like offended uh, by the fact that T.I. was even bringing up the suggestion, you know? And it, it did feel a little bit more personal than just like a generational gap thing. What do you, I don't know. What do you think, Brandy? Well, I heard some of the statements that 3000 made. He was giving kudos to this young brother and, you know, telling him that he was doing good. And, he, you know, he was shouting him out. So I do think young, young thug is, I don't know, he's in his feelings. I, um, maybe he feels like he, he's tired of being compared to someone that he feels like he shouldn't be compared to. Maybe he feels like he's in his own lane and that's the past, this is the future. I mean, ego plays a role in all of it. Like I'm I'm on top now, like everyone said before. So why are we bringing up old stuff when I'm here now? What does he have to do with me now? I mean, you have to think in the mindset of younger people, you know, um, and how, how they are now. <laughs> We were young, all young once, so we know how we used to think about people who may be comparing us to other people that, I don't know, but I just feel like, I, I feel like it's personal. I don't know about as a generational thing, but I know when it comes to young Doug, he's, he doesn't, it seems like he doesn't really like Andre 3000. I don't know why, but <laughs> I think it's because he's being compared to him a lot and he's tired of it. Oh. I, don't know. I had to wager a guess. I would guess that he tried to get a verse from Dre and didn't get one because I because what Brandy mentioned about Dre complimenting Young Thug. This was years ago. I remember that I was actually trying to find a quote while while you all were talking. That's why this this comment kind of threw me for a loop because when all of or you know in air quotes all of the old school rappers were like dissing the, the younger rappers or whatever Dre was never that one he was and, and specifically called out young thug as being somebody that was doing a thing so for the the energy to kind of shift now something had to have changed and and when reggie brought up you know them having to have run into each other in atlanta i'm certain that they have and that's why i really do believe that it either either it was a matter of not getting a track from dre or something have happened personally. The fact that he brought up Elton John though and wanting to work with him makes me think that it was Dre not giving him a verse. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it kind of ultimately is. But like, I, I don't know. It's it's it seems like that Atlanta dynamic is a little weird because I've heard Big Boy like you know um, Earth Gang was compared to Outkast mm -hmm. and he took offense to it. Like, I mean, shut it down almost immediately. I don't know why Earth Gang is dope, and 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 not only are they dope, but they are very they're similar. Yeah, similar yeah, they are similar. But he shut it down so quick and was like, "Nah, don't compare me to the, like they are not us." And I was just like, "Dude, that's kind of." I mean, if I was the rapper, well, to say but to say this artist ain't me or they don't do what I do. <laughs> For the older artists to say that, I think the older artist has every right to say that. I'm just saying, man, I do think the younger generation is too dismissive and too disrespectful. Like, not just with with giving props or paying respect to the people who came before them or even acknowledging them, but just simple things when it comes to like just listening to them. 
you know how many how many older rappers tried to uh uh take takashi 69 and kind of pull his collar and tell him to move differently you know look at all these these new young rappers you know getting locked up and getting killed how many how many rappers have got killed this year just from chicago you know and there's always older rappers in the game trying to tell people how to move these younger guys how to move differently how to how to conduct their business a little bit more smart you know and just you know just be a little bit more wiser and you know they get poo-poo they get dismissed you know now at the same time like i don't i don't see a whole lot of older rappers being terribly disrespectful of younger rappers most of them kind of just seem to let them do their thing the only time they they might say something out of pocket is when somebody from the younger generation gets compared to them you know that's that's just kind of how i see it i i think what bothers me is when the younger generation says, I ain't never heard of so-and-so, I, I ain't never heard of, or I can never name a song by by this guy or that guy. And they, they say it like Fine. it's a badge of honor, you know, like they, they're, you know, and they're making themselves look ignorant and they're trying to wear their ignorance on their, on their, you know, on their sleeve, like they're saying something noble. But it's like, yeah, you just look, you just look dumb now. You look like a dude who hasn't done his homework, you know, on the genre and the music that you are making a living off of. You know, that's, what, that's what bothers me. <clears throat> you can't make a song in Atlanta and not hear about Outkast. I don't care what anybody say. Right? I just looked it up. Young Thug right. is 29 years old. This ain't no 16-year-old we're talking about here. So well, he knows. He lying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think he was lying, too, when he said he never really listened to Outkast. That's, that's, nah. that's whatever. Whatever. But I, but whatever. I do think the rap generational gap is it's a big gap, man. And I, and I do feel like the older rappers don't reach back as much as they probably should. It's like they trying to fend for themselves as well. Like they still trying to get some of this money. So they hustling and the young cats is hustling. It's like nobody is seeing eye to eye in terms of anything. So you just have this, you have what we talking about right now. <laughs> That's what I, I just dis- I disagree. I think it's I think it's just a matter of who who the rappers are. Cause like Benny the Butcher, for instance, got no problems with older rappers. Uh uh Toby and Wigwe. No problem with the older rappers. Joey B, no problem with the older rappers. D Smoke, but these are these older rappers. These are old rappers themselves. Yeah, these Joey B is what, 24? Benny, like, what? Benny 30. Young Thug is 29. What are we talking about? Miko's and them about 26, 27. We already established Young young Thug is lying. (laughs) Fair enough. He's lying. Fair enough. I think, um,. I think what it is is the generational gap exists, but I think the the problem tends to come up with the same few rappers. Like for a while it was Lil Yachty, for a while it was what's the other what's the other one? Takashi, Lil Pump. Who you talking about? No, who's the dude from Philly? Uh, Lil Uzi Vert. He was another one. I think the pop star rapper of the month. They may get the target on their back for the moment, but for the most part, I think a lot of these dudes they just kind of let them live because they operate in completely different spaces. Like yeah. I don't think a little pump fan is affecting the dollars from uh, Ghostface tour. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think they intersect like that. So I don't see where there would be have been an issue except for those moments when uh, I can't remember who just said that about you know people just being wild with their comments and then the older rappers will come on on the scene and have something to say 
with the exception of like your Joe Buttons and, and them type of cats, they just like to stir stuff up. So they'll say whatever just to, you know, get the clicks up. But I mean, like, I, I just, I mean, I would like to see more of like the Jay-Z or like, like Jay-Z did or like Drake does where they jump on a remix of the hardest artist to kind of like show the love. I mean, you don't see that enough is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, like when, when Rick Ross was hot, what happened? Jay-Z jumped on the on the track because it was the hottest track and this was the youngest dude coming out when Jeezy was the hottest artist from the South when he was coming up. Jay-Z jumped on the track. Drake does it all the time. He didn't jump on 21 Whoa. Savage. He got a little You talking about records. Jake Cole. Jake Cole do it too. No, but I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you kind of showing like, look here, young brother, like I'm seeing you and like, I'm gonna jump on the verse to just, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, Jay was making what, money off of them though. But I think the reason mm -hmm. you don't see that as much anymore is because, I mean, we're, we're talking like 10 years ago, they were doing that stuff. It's like now they're ten years older. And rappers have gotten younger, so the styles have changed. A Jay Z might not sound, a Jay Z verse might not sound right on a little Uzi vert track. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying Drake just did it what, like two years ago with Lil Baby. I'm, I'm well, saying Drake, I'm, Drake is a Drake is a chameleon, you know. Wait, 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 wait. That's are a nice saying, way of putting it. Are you saying that Jay Z can't drop a verse on a little Uzi vert track? Get out of here. Okay. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he could, but it won't sound right. It's dude. Why not? Differences in talent are going to be are going to be too drastic, man. Uh, no, it's not because now nah. they're not talking about the same stuff either. Like Jay is is sitting on the throne, counting money, looking at artwork. Losey verse popping pills. I understand that, but what I'm saying is Nas just jumped on or Lil Dirt. They just had an album, a song together. So I'm saying, yeah, yeah, done. And was and it good? Was the song good? <laughs> yeah, the song was good. From what I remember, yeah. Okay. I mean, you only person I really see trying to bridge that gap at the moment is J. Cole. He he's he's kind of like hip hop self appointed middle child, the bridge between the new school and the old school. He's clearly influenced by older rappers like Nas and Jay. He's smart and all of them. And and he but he's still young enough to still be impressed by what the younger generation is doing. And I, I see his efforts. You know, I, I don't I don't always think that they yield the best results or, or they accomplish like the goal that he has in mind, but it, it, at least he's trying, you know, and I don't need I don't need older rappers to, you know, hop on a track and all of that with, with younger artists. I kind of I kind of feel that like older artists need to be more vocal about calling some of these cats out when they when they do these people just just being whack, you know, not that. Not that they need to come out and, and outwardly just hate on them, but I I just I don't know, man. I get tired of seeing forty year old dudes bumping, I don't know, a little yachty because they're scared of being called the old dude. Nah, that's see, that's that's a tough that's a tough thing to pull. A ain't nothing. There, there's only well, I think they on the same a similar level. An angry black man and an angry black rapper, bruh. Don't nobody want to hear none of that. So you gonna have you gonna have these these old. These old rappers talking about how they don't like this cat and that cat. Like, not you gotta you gotta take it from the perspective of a lot of these cats. Yeah, they rap well, but they cannot articulate an argument like a like a Jay Z or a J Cole or some or Kendrick. Like, it, it it's gotta be tactful too. You know what I'm saying? You you could call somebody whack and not say the word whack. 
you know you could tell them hey maybe you i would love to like j cole he went in his interviews he was talking about even in his songs he was talking about takashi little pump um just sitting down and having conversations with them and just asking them to, to move differently um, i saw like, that conversation was, i watched that interview with with j cole and little pump and yeah. little pump he sat there and he gave one word answers like a like a child you know and like, he is a child wow. Huh? Right. <laughs> you said, what'd you say, Greg? I said, because he is a child. Yeah, so it's you know, like, so I don't think... High at the time. I don't think people in their 30s and 40s that. need to be called haters because they're not necessarily rocking with what a child has to say. It's I, I, it's way too it, many though. passes being given. And I don't like well, that. How you do so. it. There, there, there should be some balance in that, though. It can't always be that you calling them out when they whack. Like, you need to praise them when they're doing well, too. And I think that may be... That's part of the problem as well right, now yeah. don't I'm, jump on and lie about it either like if it's whack right I say it's whack but, yeah, but yeah you got to give credit where it's due that's facts hey if, if if i'm little thug and i got the, at one point he had the two biggest singles I and mean, this is a while ago but he had the two biggest singles of the year so i i mean i would expect for from an atlanta artist as much love as they so-called share with each other or show to each other I would have thought that would have been reciprocated with an older artist. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't got to be just outcast. It could have been T.I. It could have been anybody, but right. it just wasn't done. So you got angry young dudes at that point. You know what I'm saying? And they upset. True. This kind of reminds me of LeBron versus Mike, to be honest with you. No, that's facts. LeBron but has been, Mike just been a never... decade. Go ahead. Mike was never this. I, I, you know what? I liken it to something similar. Isaiah Thomas and Mike. Okay. Look at Isaiah Thomas, man. He can't give Mike credit for nothing. <laughs> Mike whooped his tail, and he can't give him credit for nothing. It's a, it, dude. That that's that is the the microcosm of what we're talking about here. So who's like, Michael just, in this analogy? The older rappers. No, okay. Isaiah Thomas would be the older rappers. Mike would Flip be. The it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it. I was yeah. trying to say. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was backwards. Yeah. Just give the man the credit. I, I, you know what? And I would respect Isaiah more if he just gave the man credit. Say, hey, the dude is he the goat. He 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 whooped our tail. He want to come up with all these excuses and everything. Let me just say the dude's the goat, man. He whooped our tail. We got our two though. And we whooped this for a long if time. He was, if he was being honest about that, I know we off topic, but he flipped. Like he used to say, yeah, that. he, yeah, he did used to say that. You're right, and he flipped it recently yeah, right. for, for, for whatever yeah. reason. What for whatever reason. But 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 going but going back to this though, I just uh, you know I I don't know, man. Like I, I think that I, I remember watching that Buster Rhymes interview uh, he did with uh, Van Lathan, and um, no, not Van Lathan. Van Jones, I'm sorry, and um, he was talking about how when he first got into the game with the leaders of the new school, Chuck D used to make them run and jog and rap at the same time to kind of like build up their their breath control and to kind of show them how you know you got to really be able to rap, you know, and just really really held them accountable like in the early stages of their career. And you know, I I'm not saying you know young older artists have to be like drill sergeants, but like. You, you gotta stop giving out passes. You gotta you gotta let let these dudes know that you affect people with your words. You know, and, and to their credit, some do try. You know, but 
hey, you can't make people listen nah. to you. Like, like, Look, like, like Brandon attitude, said, we've all been young before. You know, yeah. by the time I was 29, I, know, I had wised up a little bit. Hey, Ian, maybe, maybe a smidge. Maybe a smidge, bro. <laughs> hey, look. It's, it, hard. It's, the, it's hard to tell me I'm whack, too, when I'm making millions. This is true. That's not no, it's not. Nigga, you whack. You just making millions. No, like, no. I'd be like, no, nah, get, out, get out of my vanilla ice. You know what? You know what? Take this $100 and get out of my face. Mm. <laughs> Throw it in his face. But I, I think I think it's a line from Remember the Titans, dude. Attitude reflects leadership. Dude, who, who would you consider the leader of hip-hop currently? In his current state, maybe somebody like a J. Cole or a Kendrick, right? But as far as like with the old heads, people look to Jay-Z and they want his success. But Jay-Z don't say a word. Jay-Z just let them do what they do. If Jay-Z was coming up and was like, hey, you know, I think I think this, this, this about th- these artists. And, and more particularly, I listen to the, him, him and him or her. And like, I really like what they're doing. I, I like this. Like if he articulated that, I think it would change. Dude, it would be a topic of conversation for like six months to a year. That's why he don't do it, because he ain't gonna make no money off of it. <laughs> and that's the, he does do no, it. No, that's man. the truth. He yeah, does. That, that is the truth. It just is true. It, it bothers me that, that hip hop is the only only genre of music where young artists can dismiss legends and it's just okay. Yeah, like you don't see that in jazz, you don't see that in rock, you don't see that in R and B. You know, um, and and hip hop is a is a fairly it's now a pretty old genre of music. It's it's forty years old, so you're you're gonna have rappers in their fifties and sixties now, you know, still active. At the same time, you're gonna have rappers, you know, in their teens and twenties. So they gotta find a way to coexist, man. They gotta find a way to coexist and 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 do so respectfully. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with rap kind of having a delineation between, you know, what's what's current and what's hot and what's popular and getting play in the clubs and something that's going to appeal to more seasoned listeners. So I think that's just where the culture is right now. And and the young, the younger generation has yet to acknowledge that. It's like, look, before you came along, it was three decades of music that came before you, you know, that other people have grown up on. So, you know, they're not haters when they don't rock with you. It's just it just is what it is. That kind of shouldn't, right? If you if you're 50 years old, you shouldn't be rocking with what a 17-year-old is doing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But uh if nobody has any further thoughts on that, we're going <laughs> to move along to our next topic, man. Uh the Grammys. For the longest uh, hip hop and the Grammys have not gotten along because of the Grammys constantly uh just not getting it right with with awarding certain art artists that deserve it there's been a few exceptions of course like the fuji's lauren hill maybe one of those eminem grammys i don't know but this year uh they they made some waves with their best rap album nominees the nominees that they that they have up this year are is royce the five nine for the allegory d smoke with black habits Nas is king's disease Jay Electronica, Written Testimony, and Freddie Gibbs, and Alchemist with Alfredo. So I'm gonna give it up to y'all, man. Do y'all y'all think they they got it right this year? Oh, thanks. So. so wait a minute. Explain, explain yourself. Tell, tell me, tell me. Explain what? myself. I, I didn't pick the albums out. They no, did. Reggie. I'm what's talking about Reggie. What's the cutoff in terms of the albums? You talking about the date? Yeah. It has to be released or. 
before I had most of the sales within the the year of the Grammy was being um, awarded. So it had to be at some point in 2020. Whenever I don't know what the cutoff is. I think for, I think it's October because I Benny the Butcher didn't make it. His album came out before October, didn't it? Uh, no, I came out like October 9th. Okay. I think they got close, closer this year than they have in, in quite a while. Who'd they miss? Uh, Run the Jewels. I was going to say Run the Jewels. Mm. Um, That's the probably the Paris, biggest, the biggest one. You could make a case for almost any of these others. Like all of them are worthy albums for that, but that that run of jewels was pretty egregious. I, okay, I agree with that. I mean, I just I was a little surprised, be, to be honest, at the, the yeah. quality of the albums that they pick. Usually, best rap album for the Grammys it coincides with what's getting played on the radio. None right. of these albums got songs on the radio right now, and and they're all pretty for the most part militant albums. I mean, a written testimony starts. With a Farrakhan speech. <laughs> uh-huh. Tell your master <laughs> to come out here and deal with us. You know. Well, didn't they change the committee, like the people who vote, didn't all that change recently? Yes. Yes. I know Knife Wonder's on the committee now. Um, he's the only re- name I'm familiar with. I'm not. I'm not sure who else is on it, but there have there has been some changes because there's also been talk to expand the pool, like increasing it from five albums nominated to maybe seven or eight. You know, they haven't done that yet. But I just, man, I just knew, I just knew that they were. It was going to have Logic, Trippy Red, Roddy Rich, Iggy Azalea, some other random white rapper. You know, that they were going to throw in there. I think you don't they, like Logic. Logic's cool, but best album of the year, no. Which yeah, one? Because he see? dropped three. Which one are we talking about? Uh, no he pressure. Had, the one he just dropped. Logic had three albums this year. I had no idea. No, 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 no. He had one. He had one. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was just, I missed all of that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I like. I agree though that they got closer this year than they've ever had. <clears throat> But but I don't I I got some issues with a couple of these. Please air it out, man. I don't I don't think King Disease deserved to be on there or or uh Black Habits. Who? D Smoke. Twenty One Savage don't deserve to be on there. I don't know why you just overlooking him like he should be on there. That bomb should not be on there. Twenty one Savage not He's on good. there. Oh not good. album of the year. Good. He's not album of the year. No, I'm, ta- I'm talking about, but I'm, I'm I thought just, he would. Wait, he's not. Oh, maybe that was probably up to like record of the year, song of the year, something like that. That was, uh, yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. Okay, continue. Yeah, I just think those two, those two probably shouldn't be on there. So wait, you, you said, said Black Habits and which one? The Smoke, the, the written testimony, and what else? The Nas. Oh, okay, okay. You don't think the Nas get out of here? Think the Nas deserve I, to be I, no, that that written testimony. No way that, that should have been on there. Huh? That that written testimony. There's no way that should have been on there. Well, you I know, know that, that Rock Nation push is strong. Shout out to Night Wonder. I mean, <laughs> it, is, it is strong, but I mean, it could be argued though. I could. I agree with you. If I had to swap something out, I would definitely swap out written testimony for Run the Jewels. Right. I, I got a chance to listen to yeah, this book's album. It was it was better than I expected. Um, I thought the Nas was was a decent album. I thought I thought 
Well, let me ask y'all this. Out of these albums, who do you predict would win, is gonna win, and who, but who should win? I, I predict, here's the thing. I predict Nas to win, but Alfredo should win. I agree, I agree with I agree with you. But, I I, but I'm not mad at Nas winning because he's never won a Grammy. Right. Yeah, but, but Nas, he won a Grammy for this though. Man. You know, I thought about this. I thought about this. They're doing. I think they're going to do with Nas what they did with Santana. I don't know if y'all remember. Mm. I, do. I do. When he dropped Supernatural in '99, yeah. this dude had been putting in work for like 30 years, and like all, all his right. best work was was behind him, like in the '70s. Like those first three Santana albums were like amazing. And but he didn't get he didn't get a Grammy. He didn't even get nominated till he put out this album that was loaded with a bunch of guest temporary artists and, yeah, and white yeah. mainstream artists and it, it felt like more of a lifetime achievement grammy than anything and i think that's what they're doing with nas because he's so respected and he has such an extensive you know catalog and discography i think they're going to give it to him just just because of that but the album that should it's not a bad album no it's not i'm not saying it's, it's not it's a it's a bad album but I'm saying that it's not a Grammy nomination worthy album. It's not better than Alfredo. It's not, it's not better than Alfredo. Nah. But, but, but both of them were nominated though. Like I, my thing is, if you take out Nas, are you putting in Run the Jewels? I put in Run the Jewels. And then, but but I and I think I think uh, West Side Gun album could have been in. There. I agree. Pray for Paris. He dropped three albums this year. Well, I mean, right. each one of them, they should have been in there. And, and for a nomination, at least. Mm. I think they just scared to have like Griselda in the building. That's what I think. <laughs> they ain't going to let them dudes in there. Nowhere near. No. But Run the Jewel should be on there. I think Pray for Paris should have been on there. Um, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, Jamil, man, who, who do you think is going to win, but who should win? I think uh, I think either D Smoke or J Electronica will win. I'm undecided between those two. But of that list, Alfredo should win. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah, you, Brandon? Think, what, do you, what do you think? I think D Smoke is going to win that. Really? Yeah. Because you smart. That's my opinion, but that's who I think is going to win that. It was a good album, man. It, it was, like I said, it was, it was, it was better than I expected it to be. Man, you think you think he'll beat out Nas and Jay Electronica? I, I don't think Nas is going to get it. To be honest, who do you think should get it? I like Alfredo too. I, I will say that. Um, I don't know about Nas. I don't think Nas. <laughs> I just really don't think Nas is going to get it. I'm, I think it's a sympathy, a pity thing. I don't, I don't know, say it like that, but I don't think he's gonna get it. Mm. I just don't. I just think, well, I'll, I'll keep that to myself. But I, I just, yeah, yep. I don't think he's gonna get it. You gotta yeah. keep it to yourself. We, we add out on here. <laughs> I just, you know, they, the, they made the Grammys. They reason why they are not the nominations are the way they are to begin with is because of the climate we're in. So. Yep. Of course, they were going to be blacker, um, and they wanted to make us. They want to make a statement because of all the things that has gone on with the Grammys in the past with the nominations. Macro um, more. But, um, I really 
don't think Nas is gonna take it. Not this hmm. time. I think it's it's nice of them to nominate him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you bring up an interesting point. I, I do think the climate does have a lot to do with it. You know, none of these, to my knowledge, none of these really have club bangers on them. You know, I, I think the, the world is just in a more introspective place right now because of, you know, different stuff. Like, like you said, police killings, COVID, uh, the political climate uh, and, and divisiveness in America right now. I think I think the Grammys are going to make up for it next year by nominating a bunch of crap. Uh, that's that's what I personally think. Um, well, we I think this year was just an anomaly. Go, go ahead, Reggie. We we'll definitely know if it's going to be crap if, if Benny and uh, and Buster not nominated next year. I agree that's with facts. you, but also don't forget the bit the heavy hitters are dropping albums next year. I'm not still, but they Cole, Kend- I heard Kendrick dropping one for sure. Well, oh really? Is. Oh, this is that right? Yeah, for sure. Album he gonna drop for sure. <laughs> Cole and uh uh. Hey, who's the other cat? There's another cat, but the heavy hitters are dropping albums next year, so it's it's gonna be tough. Oh, Drake, my bad. What thing? I don't think has. Was that what's the name of that official Lover Boy or something like that? I don't know, man. I I, <laughs> I stopped paying attention to Drake a while back, man. Because <laughs> you're not a soccer mom. <laughs> man, man. <laughs> Drake, Drake make music to listen to it at, at the mall. Yeah, but this was this was a decent pool of artists, man. Um, I gotta say, you know, um, you know, you, you you can't you can't win them all. It would have been great to see Black Thought nominated. You know, Rhapsody's album missed the mark. No, wait, I'm sorry, no, Rhapsody that was got last nominated year. last that was year. Last year, that was still last missed year. the mark though. <laughs> yeah, year. absolutely. She should have won. I thought she did. Nah, she wasn't even nominated. What is she Wasn't even nominated, bro. Oh, hip hop BET award. Right, no, she won. She Lyricist won the BET award yeah. the year that she didn't drop no album. Yeah, right, right. That was definitely a makeup. <laughs> right, all right. Okay, then. Well, yeah, they 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 came pretty close, you know, close close close, but no cigar because no running jewels. This, that was a gross oversight. But uh, but moving right along, moving right along, we're gonna dive into our uh, our album face off for this week. We do this, uh, we try to do this every week, where we take two albums from the past and put them against each other and do a deep dive listen and have everybody weigh in on which album they personally felt was the better album. So I'm on Brandy go first. <laughs> Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm game. Special guest. I'm, let's do it. Okay. So, so, so this week we got um, Common, The Dreamer, The Believer, which was released uh, December 19, 2011 on Warner Brothers Records. Um, this was his Common's ninth LP. Uh, it, he, it was a return to form from the regrettable uh, Universal Mind Control album, which was just a, just a turd sandwich of an album. Um, <laughs> it clocked in at 12 songs, 50 minutes, and it's going up against, and it was entirely produced by No ID. Um, it's going up against Most Deaths, The Ecstatic, which was released June 9, 2009. On Downtown Records, produced by Jay Dilla, Mad Lib, Neptunes, Oh No, and Mr. Flash. It was Most Def's fourth album, and also a kind of return to form album for him as well. Clocked in at 45 minutes at 16 tracks. So, I'm going to give it up to you, Brandy, first. Which one of these were you feeling more and why? Um, Most Def. Um, 
I just like most Def's consistency on this album. Um, I, I like the the subject, the subject matter. Um, we're talking about things that were really going on during that post 9/11, the Iraq War time. Um, I like, I mean, I like that type of hip hop, so I'm biased anyway. But I like the political. El- I mean, although I shouldn't be political, but I like the political element in it. Um, I like the fact that it didn't sound like the same album. Like, um, honestly, Common's songs on his album seem like a lot of the same songs over and over again to me. Um, there, it's cool. I'm not knocking his album, but I just like how the the beats were futuristic. There was some the beat shifted. Uh, I just like the overall theme to most of this album. I like this, and it was like his comeback. And I mean, I'm completely, I'm not gonna front, I'm completely biased to most death. So I just, you know, <laughs> I, I can't even front, so. I mean, you're, you're, you're biased for the right reasons. He's an exceptional MC, uh, one of my personal mm-hmm. favorites, so. With a C average discography. Man, dude, don't. <laughs> Don't don't get me started again, Jamil. I'm a, I'm a, we we gonna let that one ride, all right? All right, all right. Okay, Greg. Fair enough. Good 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 points. Um, appreciate that. Um, Greg, which one of these were you were you feeling a little more and why? Most deaf. That comment is doo doo. Okay, and, and and I'm gonna be honest, man. I I don't understand why you keep putting putting comment in front of me like I should be listening to this dude after uh after like water for chocolate and uh uh uh, what's my other one the one he did with kanye after that dude there's really nothing yeah b there's really nothing i i need to hear from this dude especially with this one i i i don't understand the ferocity because he was he was rapping a drake right like his his whole his whole little diss song was about drake bro i didn't believe a word of it like and you from chicago i should have felt that but i was like whatever dude you you soft, you soft like Drake. Drake learned how to be soft from you. You you just, you just got off the uh, you just got off the fun bus with Erica. Now you coming over here talking about uh, uh, you you soft and this and that. Get out of here, dude. I ain't trying to hear that garbage. His the problem the problem with Common's album, honestly, the beats overpowered his lyrics. They they didn't they they didn't fit. Everything was was. Everything was too hard. Everything, every every at every turn, it was too hard. And then he put his who's at his pops on the back end for like ten minutes. It was like, dude, I, I fell asleep. I woke I'm back up, dude was still up. talking. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, we talked about that on beat. I didn't, dude. I don't. I don't need that, man. Just get him in his own his own album or something. I, don't stop putting him <laughs> on the back end of it. I can't stand that stuff, man. That, that this album was whack. And 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 uh, and I think one of the more disappointing things about whoa, it is that whoa, it started whoa, off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm. I yeah, can see if you I, like I the most more, Mr. President. I'm speaking, sir. Please, W H A C K. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. It was wet. Okay. And 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 what really bothers me is that the first, it's it had a good start. The first three songs on the album were halfway decent. I was like, okay. And this is the, I think this is the third time I've listened to this album. And every time I always forget how monotonous, boring, and just just unenthusiastic it gets after the third song. In contrast, most deaths, the ecstatic, 
I had never heard because I couldn't get over his first album and then the new danger was mm, it was, was left so field but it was a good album it was mm, it was I that, that's album. that's Nah, go go back and listen to the new danger now. Like it's, nah, it's no, no thanks. No it's thanks. aged better so, than you think. No, I I think the ecstatic has aged aged better, and I didn't feel like it was a period album. Like I felt, I honestly felt, I felt good about listening to that album. I don't, I can't explain why. The 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 Mad Lib did his thing. They got the Jay Dilla track uh, with history, of course. But I think Mad Lib killed it. And I think he was smart. He he was honestly, I think most was kind of ahead of his time because there was a three or four songs in the in right in the middle where they were like less than two minutes, either two minutes or less. Mm. I mean, it was like, dude, honestly, man, I could listen to that again. He has some gems on there that, that I'm definitely going to use when I spin. Like, I, 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 I like that album. It was clearly better than that common I don't believe you garbage <laughs> so disrespectful man <laughs> wow so disrespectful poo oh, okay okay dung dung we moving on dung on a disc that's what it was <laughs> Reggie man which one of these albums were you feeling more and why uh I'm, I'm gonna give it to most uh to as well uh, I thought the common was uh strong coming out the gate uh i think it was the first four tracks that was uh that had me like in tune to the album to see where it was going to go but then it it lost me uh right after um those four four songs so um i'm gonna go ahead and give it to most man it was a more uh well put together album um and i didn't lose interest okay fair enough fair enough Jamil, <laughs> which one of these albums did you like more? Um, I'm going to go with the Ecstatic as well. Um, I never really liked the Dreamer the Believer. But when I listened to it for this, you know, for the face off, it sounded different than the last time I remember. It wasn't as bad as I recall it being. Um, it just suffers from, in my opinion, the same thing that 444 suffers from in that the star is no ID. Like Common did what he did, but I wasn't listening to that album for him. And that should never be the case for MC. I agree that the, the it sounded monotonous in a lot of cases, but he had a, he had a couple bars on there. He had a because um, it had me laughing. I just listened to it today. I can't remember what song it was. When some, I think it was Claw, when uh, dude was like, oh, you Hollywood? He's like, nah, I'm from Chicago. And then I'll, you just have to listen to it to finish the line. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Something to do with a bottle though, I'll put it like that. <laughs> but the ecstatic, man, it was, it was needed. Cause most had just come off of a stinker. That true magic was, whew, was not, it was not worthy of, of most death at all. So when he brought us the ecstatic and it was interesting because he still experimented with different sounds and he had a bunch of different producers who, who all did, you know, slightly different things, but it never sounded like disjointed to me, even though you had different sounds. I was surprised that he got a Neptune's track and then I heard it and I was like, all right, well, he could have saved his money on that one. But I, I agree with 
pretty much what everybody else said. Mad Lib, I think, was the standout producer on this one for sure. Uh, oh no, definitely did his thing. Moses uh, Moses pen game was pretty sharp, and more than anything, it was it was just enjoyable all the way through. Like even if it was certain songs that maybe weren't your favorite, you can't say that anything on this album was just just flat whack. It was this was a great project. Okay, okay, fair enough, man. Once again, I am in the minority. Um, I'm giving the edge to the common, the dreamer, the believer, man. Like, yeah. I love both these albums. I honestly think, I honestly thought the Ecstatic was the best rap album from 2009. You know, so so don't think I'm poo-pooing that album. Um, the reason I'm going with the common was because the the high points on the album were very high. I felt that he was introspective without being preachy. You know, he was mature without being corny. And it's a very self-aware album. You know, I think he was very in sync with his longtime collaborator, No ID. For me, albums that have one producer just feel more cohesive to me. Like, you know, it just is what it is. I felt I felt it was it was a little bit more meat and potatoes hip hop. Whereas with the most, he kind of he kind of does his thing where he kind of trails in the other genres with the singing like with tracks like uh casa bay and mm-hmm. uh no hey hot amas and, and roses but both but on both the, the common and the most deaf both of these mcs they sounded very comfortable and focused on these projects but i felt the calm just the common sounded just a little better a little bit more polished a little bit more cohesive and and I felt most deaths stay very even keel throughout like 75, 80% of the album. And I, I just felt that the, the comment was just a little bit more, it had more peaks and valleys. Um, it felt a little bit more aspirational. Um, there were some tracks on the most deaf I felt were, they, they weren't bad tracks. I felt that they were just average, like um, like work, Workers Comp, Priority, Wahid, but they weren't bad songs at all, you know? I, you know, you think about an album like Black on Both Sides, which, you know, we've repeatedly stated is it's almost a perfect album. It, it just about is a perfect album, you know. So knowing what most is capable of, I felt he could have gave us a little more on the ecstatic, but it's still a great album. So I'm giving it to the common. It wins by hair. Um, hey, that's <laughs> that's that's my opinion. But once again, I'm in the minority as usual. So. Uh, but thanks, man. Thanks for y'all's input on those those albums. Uh, oh, one more thing I want to say about the Grammys, man. Um, they need to stop calling new artists or labeling certain artists new just because white people have just found out about them. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kay Trinata was nominated as best, one of the best new artists. Like, Kay Trinata been putting out music for, what, five or six years now? Yeah. You know, I, I I just something I forgot to <laughs> forgot to mention. I I had to say, but um, another reason why I just I don't rock with the Grammys. But uh, there you have it. We got we got four for most deaf, one for common for our album face off. So we're gonna go ahead and since we got a special guest in the house, let's do uh, let's do another segment of unpopular hip hop opinions, where we invite everybody to share an unpopular hip hop opinion that they feel people in general just ain't rocking with and we'll, we'll argue the validity of the statement so who wants to who wants to go first all right i got one i got one 
This it has something to do with our with our one of our earlier topics. From seventy nine to eighty four, most rappers were trash. That is not controversial at all. <laughs> were they even rapping back then? What are we talking about here? No, they were rapping. They just weren't very technically proficient at rapping. Right. There were some exceptions. Uh Grandmaster Cass. But until Rock Him and Slick Rick came along, man, it was kinda It was it was suspect. It was struggling. It was struggle city, man. You know, and I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. This is something I would never say, you know, like if, if I if I was a rapper, this is something I would never say into a hot mic. You know, but man, you, you go back and listen to some of them old records, man, like uh boy, it, it, it's rough. Yeah, it was like Magoo was ghostwriting for these dudes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Magoo. I don't stop disrespecting Magoo, man. Hey, man, Magoo was better than what a lot of people think he was, man. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna stop Digging in my butt, Magoo, pulled out some cheese. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I first heard Magoo rapping, I thought he was a woman, man. Like... I'm like, man, who is this cat? Magoo have had maybe 32 bars out of his whole career that was worth anything. <laughs> so so I see my opinion ain't that unpopular. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all know exactly what I'm getting at. But So let me ask you, though. Were they really rapping, though? Yeah, they were rapping. They, it was just yeah, very I elementary. Like, I thought back then, back then the MC was basically the focus was the DJ. So the the rapping aspect of it wasn't the focal point at that particular time. Right. Sort of. So they weren't working on the bar. They wasn't really trying to work on the craft. <laughs> they were just, you know what I'm saying? Nah, they was they was, they was, was rapping, though. They just weren't very good at it. Nah, but they were just rocking the crowd, man. You giving them a pass, Reggie. I'm just being honest, man. <laughs> the focus wasn't on the DJ that much. <laughs> like... Not I mean, by the time I you get to like 85. I'm saying nobody came to see the rapper. Like everybody came to see who was spinning. Because they were That's dead. real. That's real. Yeah, I agree. That's 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 kind of currently the situation as well, to be honest with you. People just coming back to, to coming to dance. Yeah, it's going that's because these there. niggas can't rap. That's why it's going back to that. Well. Yeah, producers are making yeah. more money than the rappers now. So hey, they they there you have it. Anybody else got an unpopular hip hop opinion? Man, I had one. I forgot it though. I'm trying to trying to think. Yeah, about I was it. trying to remember. I'm sure I have several. No, nah, I don't have one. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't think of it right now. <laughs> I've never heard a song by Andre 3000 in my life. Nah, I, I, I don't have one. <laughs> nah, I don't have one. I don't have one. Pass. You, Greg Smith, don't have an unpopular hip hop opinion. Nope. Sorry. Okay. I have one. Go right ahead. So I was just discussing this with my daughter. So TikTok rappers, they are making an impact, a, another impact on the rap industry. Do you believe that's true? Yes. Yes. Positive? Are you saying a positive impact or just the impact period? An impact. Yeah. Short term, yes. Long term, no. I think it depends on what it needs to to be. Yeah. I think this is the way it's going to be. Because if you have, if you have TikTok success, that 
that's money and that's notoriety just right. automatically I mean, but what's the difference between that and a rapper having, you know, two million followers on Instagram? I mean, like, like to my knowledge, TikTok, the the videos can only be so long, correct? Mm-hmm. True, but look at the views. Right, and I know they get major views. Has there been a rapper who's blown up from from TikTok? Yeah. I couldn't say. I honestly wouldn't know. And when I say blown up, I mean gotten a record deal, recorded an album. Is that blowing up anymore though? Not necessarily. Getting a de- deal ain't necessarily what you need to do. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't, I don't think that's that's part of the criteria nowadays. I think I think in the short term they are having an impact on the youth like immediately, but I don't think they're having a lasting impact. I don't think whoever's whoever's hot on TikTok right now, five years from now, they're not gonna be hot. Depends. I said the same thing about Young Thug, but look at him. But now. I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Look I- at uh, who's that cat that made that uh? I mean, it's, look, we're grown. So he made he made the song with Megan Thee Stallion. That's a TikTok. That's a big TikTok song. What is his name though? Man. Yeah. I mean, the fact you yeah, can't remember man. his name is telling. <laughs> it, it it tells you that I'm old. I, 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 I of course, yeah. Okay, surprise. No, I'm not. You, I'm not, I'm not 16 anymore. Impact as he might think. Not currently, but what I'm saying is he's got a song. No, I'm sorry. That wasn't with Megan. That was with Nikki. Nikki is on it. Oh, what is it? Dun, 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 to do my dance. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that was a real person. Yeah. I- I thought this was like a, I thought this was like a, a radio DJ or something. Uh, no, man, that's a real. T- <laughs> that dude, is- I know what song you're talking about now. To do my dance, yeah. I love pants. Whole lot of choppers on you, yeah. Dog, I really thought that was that song. Uh, too much booty in the pants from like '94. <laughs> what did you say, Reggie? His name is Sada, baby. Yes, yes. Wow. wow. Yes. Tell you, man. T Rash. Well, time will tell. I, I think I think with the TikTok thing, time will tell. I mean, who would have thought back in 2007 a rapper was gonna blow up off YouTube? And then Soulja Boy did it. So it No, I he think, blew up off MySpace, didn't he? Was it MySpace? It was MySpace. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, another another internet platform. But well, um, what he did on he it was MySpace and it was uh it was either Napster or LimeWire because he was changing the titles. <laughs> he changed the titles of the tracks when you download them. That's funny. Yo, so that's, all how, these, that's how he was getting all them plays. All these people need to bow down to Soldier Boy Tell them. That's my Draco. controversial hip hop's Drake. Draco. Draco. Young right, young Draco. Young Draco. No. <laughs> bow. Yeah, <laughs> shot. <laughs> I shot him again. <laughs> I may have to watch that today. <laughs> no, I, I think I think the possibility for artists to blow up off TikTok is it's a possibility. Have I seen it done yet though? I'm I'm not I don't know. I'm not ready to go there. I'm not ready to go there. But I mean uh, we've seen stranger things happen, you know, so how old is your daughter? My daughter's fourteen. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. At the age. Wow. 
Wow. Very, very much influenced by anybody on TikTok at this mm. point. She doesn't even know. I mean, only be, she only knows hip hop because of me. But she's like on a different. I don't know what she's listening to. I mean, but she. That's their her her whole generation is like obsessed with that. That's their thing. Yeah. Yeah, my son. He um he logged into that Little Nas X concert. My son is seven. But he he logged into that little Nas X concert that he did on Roblox mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks back. Yep, um, my daughter did too. He, yeah, he loves his music. So I was just like, what is what is this? You know, the just the platform. I thought was it was interesting to do it that way. You know, because of course they didn't, can't do any any live shows now. But um, yeah, that 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 tech is you know their world, man. So. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. All right, so we're going to do a little quick round of overrated, underrated. Um, throw out a few random things and y'all weigh in. Overrated or underrated? See-through refrigerators. Have y'all seen these abominations? Overrated. I got one. I got one. It's, See-through? It's rated, it's rated right where it should be. And check it out. So I clap and the light turn on. It's kind of dope. I mean, it's kind of bad because I got two kids, so you know they be clapping and that clapping all the time. That's yeah. funny, but you know it's nice to see what's in there. I like to be surprised, man. I don't want to see. I don't want to walk into the kitchen. No, no, no. You letting out all the cold air. No, no. Don't don't keep opening that door, man. The world will be all ain't right. No, ain't, no, ain't no sandwiches about to materialize in that punch, man. I like to be surprised. Like, ooh, bacon. I didn't see you there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I. I, 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 I that's that's that for me. I don't. I don't know if I want a, a, a see-through joint. I like the ones with the camera, though. The camera? What do you need a camera in the fridge for? So that you can see inside without opening it. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You want to see? You want to see the 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 ketchup interacting with the mustard? <laughs> nah, I want to see what's in there when I'm making a grocery. I mean, people might want to see what's in there when they making grocery lists and such. Just open it. Or you hit the button and look at the camera and then you tag your stuff on the grocery list and send it off. No, I like to be all surprised. from the same spot. I like to be surprised. Can you can you put magnets on these see through refrigerators? Yeah, it's still okay. metal. OK, I did not know that. Did not know that. All right, next. The up. whole thing ain't see through. It's just the door. I'm not like this. They cut a little hole in the door. Ah, go ahead, Reggie. Surprised anything in the refrigerator when you bought it. You said what? You cut I off. Said, how are you surprised by anything that you haven't? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how are you surprised by anything in your refrigerator when you pay for it? That's you don't right. remember? I don't keep a mental, you know, inventory of everything I got in the refrigerator because. Some stuff I bought a few days ago. Some stuff stuff I bought a few weeks ago. So, you know, mm. I don't know, man. I like to be surprised, man. I don't. I don't like to be able to just walk into the kitchen and see what's in the fridge. It's just. It's just me. It's, it's weird. weird but moving Who on. Wants yeah. to be surprised. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, overrated. Talking about disappointed. Gray hair. Overrated because I can't grow my beard out. <laughs> I can grow my beard out with my gray. Dude. Under underrated. Underrated. Absolutely. Underrated. I, I believe. Right Absolutely. <laughs> I believe my grades make me look more distinguished. I agree. Uh, I'm appreciative of them. I yeah, agree. I'm gonna go underrated. I, I got a few poking out. Um, in the, in that cherry red, in the cherry red top you got. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> go 
on Gray Man. Scary Red. <laughs> right. That's a first. <laughs> All right. Oh, Ginger. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> virtual tours. Overrated or underrated? Underrated, nigga. We can't underrated. go nowhere. Underrated. Yeah. It's underrated, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go underrated. Because, because hey, as long as it's a, it's as long as it's on something you you actually care about, you know, like right. Um, but an actual tour, man, your feet hurt. You you wait for lunch. You it's it's distractions all over the place. No, man, give me the virtual tour, man. <laughs> okay. I think I would rather go in person if I could, but the virtual tours have been have been very helpful. Throw the throw the uh, aquarium virtual tour on the TV. Sit down somewhere, little boy. Watch <laughs> yeah, these fish. I gotta go underrated. Next up, neighbors. Overrated or underrated? <laughs> what? That's that's broad. Uh, overrated. Neighbors are trash. Yeah, they are. I don't have to. Yeah, I I could do without my neighbors. I you know. Yeah, I don't need neighbors. I, I mean, honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I don't need to see anybody else in the world. I uh, <laughs> I I can, I can go into a bunker right now. I'd be okay. Alright. Yeah, my, my neighbors directly to the north of me, they're good, decent neighbors. Like, I, I like them. But, man, my neighbors to the south of me, man, it, dude, it, it's terrible when you got ratchet, like, trash neighbors, man. They, they don't don't clean their lawn. They just <laughs> tearing down the property. I thought like, you was in London town. They don't... No, nah, I've been moved out of London town. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... um. I don't know, man. Neighbors, I think neighbors are, are a little overrated, man. Good neighbors are decent, but only re- you only really need one good set of neighbors to like, you know, call you if you left your garage door open or something like that. Right. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be good just living on a block with like maybe just two other houses. I don't need nobody out there. Give me some cameras. I'm All right, next up, <laughs> overrated or underrated? Uh, I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to offend nobody, but the how did they die question overrated i think is kind of insensitive to ask people ask people that if they just lost a loved one yeah i was debating with my wife about this because who are you asking that's the point was the person 90 when they died you know or was this like a young man because i I was talking about with my wife she was like oh it's just common courtesy to ask what happened to them were they sick but if a person was 90 like i'm like it's pretty clear They were on their way out. My, my question That's is terrible. <laughs> I'm finishing his sentence that he don't want to say. Uh, uh, here's my question. Okay, who am I asking? How did they die? Is it the person who brought me the news, or is it the person directly affected? Because I don't ask the person directly affected. Right. I I go around. I wait. I, I I don't I don't need to know right then. I could wait for that information. Um, let's just say it was a relative. Oh yeah, I asked my mom. Well, my mom would tell me anyway. You said your mom. Yeah, if, if a no, relative no, 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 it was died, a relative of the deceased. Oh. Hmm. And this is an overrated, underrated question. Yeah, I, mean, I think I don't the even question is to... overrated. I, I don't think you need to ask that in in every case. Agreed. Hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. Now, if it was something natural causes, yeah, okay. But if we talk about the plague and we over here having a face-to-face conversation, this dude was just in the room with him. Yeah, I'm gonna need to know. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, it is coming up more now that we're in like COVID nineteen, you know, in the age of COVID nineteen. So, yeah, I mean, I guess in some cases you you should ask. Um, oh, there's a way to ask that though. It mm-hmm. wasn't that Rona, was it? Because <laughs> <laughs> in some cases it was. I heard that Rona was going around out there. He he didn't get it, did he? <laughs> No, I mean, I all right, like last pertinent information without <laughs> you know prying too much. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this dude said it wasn't that rotor, was it? Oh man, lastly, right, lastly, gifts, M- many moving pictures and text messages, overrated or underrated? Underrated, my friend. You get underrated. the right gift, it could tell a story that you couldn't tell it with a thousand words, man. Facts. Like, it, it's it's perfect. Facts. I like gifts. I like them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going underrated. I'm going underrated. Probably my- use gifts more than anything else. I probably gift people more than I text. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's dope when wow. that when the other person's gift game is uh is is up to par. Um, yeah. am I am I the only one who doesn't like it when white people use gifts with black people in them? Depends on the person. Hey, yeah. I mean, what are we doing here? I'm I'm screening. <laughs> I just just send me the gift, man. Nah, that's digital blackface. It can be. I understand where Ian's <laughs> coming from with this. It's not always. It's it's pardon the pun, not black and white, but it um it it, it it's all contextual, man. It depends on who did it, what gift they actually use. There's levels to this. Are you talking about a gift or a meme? Because if 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 either or I, either I'm or more, I'm more offended. I'm more offended with a meme. I'm be honest. I'm more offended with a meme. Than a gift. A gift. I mean, you know, you can't control the video. But like if a, meme, a white person, if a white person sent me, uh, uh, ain't nobody got time for that gift. I'm like, uh, <laughs> watch it. Nah, I'm cool with that one. Sweet Brown already made a fool of herself, so I'm good with that. But if you send me like Alan Payne from CB4, that's <laughs> yeah, different. that's that's disrespectful. That's different. You know what I mean? I'm black and I'm black and I'm black. <laughs> And even that could be funny depending on who the person is. Like if it's if it's one of my people and we down like that, that would crack me up in the right context. Oh, so Jamel out here giving gifts, asses, y'all, huh? y'all crazy. He you handed them out like Dino Brown, baby. <laughs> you know my work. Yes, I, know I, I do. True. Yes, I do. All right, man. So. That'll wrap it up for that segment, man. We're going to go ahead and cap this episode off like we always do with another segment of What You're Bumping, where we invite you all to share with the listeners what you've been bumping for the past week or so, whether it be new, old, or just something uh, the listeners ain't heard yet. So, uh, Brandy, you are a special guest. Uh, this past week, what you been bumping? Um, I've been bumping Alex Isley. That's my favorite singer at this point in time. Mm. Um, she's she's real dope. You know, she's um, related, of course, to one of those Isley brothers, um, one of the daughters, but um, she's got a real cool R&B aesthetic sound, so I really like that. Um, so that's my on my playlist all the time. Great, great. All right. Uh, Reggie, man, this week, what you been bumping? 
Um, what have I been bumping? I've been listening to uh, what's his name, Simba. Uh, the name of the album is called "Don't Don't Run from the Rap." It's a guy from uh, East Oakland. It's actually really good, um, and that's saying a lot for me because he's from California, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, it's it's definitely a good album. Um, I've been still listening to Being the Butcher. I was listening to most recently uh, Supreme Blind Tail, and um, which is Westside Guns album came out a couple years ago. But I also been listening to Russ uh, EP. Have you guys ever have you heard of that Russ I EP? I have heard it. I have heard. Oh uh, man, it's amazing, man. I, just I was so, impressed. Um, I've been thoroughly enjoying that album. What would you say, uh, Jamil? I just heard that one track he did with uh, Black Thought and um, what's the name? I just forgot just that. No, fast it's uh, I'm about to say it's no Black Thought on there though. Oh, uh, maybe this is a different. This is, maybe it wasn't on this EP then. He just put out a single with. He got a. Uh, he got crooked eye, absol, bust around being the butcher. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. But it's no Black Thought on there. Yes, there is. Yeah, Black Thought and Benny. That's what it was. The track name of the track is Momentum. Oh, yeah. maybe. Okay. No, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, my favorite. Believe it or not, though, my favorite one is is between Absol and Crooked Eye. Like they Absol go hard on that, and I'm kind of disappointed. Like he ain't really dropped no album yet. Right. Um, um, that's what I've been listening to. Okay, cool, cool. All right, man, Greg, man, what you been bumping? Uh, hold on, let me take a look. I, I'm gonna be honest, man. I've been listening to uh, not so so much albums. <clears throat> I've been listening to DJs. This has been, I, I can't even explain just how dope, <laughs> how dope. This pandemic has been for DJs because since people can't go anywhere and they have they just have this burning desire to play music for people Twitter I mean I'm sorry um, Twitch has been like mm -hmm. packed full of full of DJs different music I'm listening to people from uh, South America Europe Africa it's 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 been great um, I've been on a jazz kick though man I, 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 I knew I loved jazz, but I didn't understand that if jazz is done a certain way, it could just—it's like a, like massaging your soul, man. Um, so I don't have any particular artist per se. I was gonna ask you to share artist with us. I okay. I mean, hold on. I, I might have. No, I don't have. It. But uh, I, I'll, I'll have it next time. Okay. I, I, I have. I have some. I have some some good references, but uh, yeah, dude. Like I, I've really I've really been on a on a jazz kick recently, so that's all I got. Okay, cool, cool. Thanks for sharing, man. Uh, Jamil, man, what you been bumping? Um, I was bumping that um, black on both sides. I went back and listened to that one. Always a good listen. Because uh, you and I were arguing about phrenology, I went and listened to that. A better album than you remember. Begs <laughs> um, a different man. <laughs> also, was listening to um, Undone right after that. Okay. So, good album, pretty dark though. Um, also, was bumping that uh, Stevie Intervisions. Nice. And um, 
<clears throat> Big Grams. I was bumping that earlier today. That uh, Big Boy Infantagram. Oh, I haven't even heard heard of that one. Oh yeah, it's like 2016 or something like that. Oh yeah, they 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 put out an album. Yeah, it's okay, short though. It's it not quite an EP. Like it's a full length album, but it's a short album. It's like nine tracks or something. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check that out. I, I remember only I think I only heard like two or three. Yeah, it's definitely worth a listen. Okay. okay. Cool, cool. Myself, man, I've actually just been bumping. I've I've actually been bumping that new uh Euro Droog album. It just came out, Dump YOD, the Crew Toy Edition. A lot of slick bars on there. There's a black thought feature on there that's phenomenal. I've been Have bumping. y'all I'm sorry. Have y'all talked about the the Toby and Wigway, Black Thought and uh Royce song? I don't think we talked about it on here, but it's 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 gotten it's nominated for an award though uh, a vibe vibes and stuff award coming up later this this month actually a vibe a vibes and stuff award yeah the award show I do every year nigga like <laughs> one that you voted on last year right did I that. <laughs> yo man this pandemic I, I thought that was years ago man <laughs> no it's, it's 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 coming back up but you know that one is definitely that's a fire track. Yeah. I actually think Royce had the best verse on there. Royce did have the best verse, but we can talk about that another time. Sorry. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We don't have to because I because I disagree. Look here, man. Royce laid out some stuff. Okay. All right. Oh, absolutely. He absolutely did. Well, yeah, I've been I've been bumping, so I've been bumping those. I've been bumping Peach Trimentals 2 uh by Pete Rock. Unpopular opinion. It might be better than the first one. And I've been bumping the new static selector, balancing act album still. Great album, man. A lot of a lot of hungry, underrated MCs on that album. It's it's amazing with some good soulful production. How how much it could punch up an MC. But yeah, I've been been bumping those. So with that, Jamil, you got any album anniversaries for us before we go? I, I should. I actually didn't even do do no research this week. I apologize. Nah, not a problem. Not a problem. We'll, we'll, we'll get Come to on, it. Velvet. We'll get to and you. I was we'll I was you. I was writing books and and, and, and hanging out with Luke, man. Uh, <laughs> vir- virtually, of course, because they wild in Florida. <laughs> hanging out with Luke, but but what we're going to do next week? I'm probably going to take next week off with the show, but I'm going to send everybody the uh, the ballots for the year end vibes and stuff awards, so you all will get a chance to vote on things like. Uh, Best producer, best album, best lyricist, best video, rookie of the year, and so on. Uh, best collaboration, all of that, and then we'll come back strong for that one. And then probably the week after, we'll do we'll share our top ten albums of the year. Man, Brandy, thank you so much for dropping in on us. Uh, it was it was an honor and a pleasure. Thank um, you for having me. We, we're gonna have we're gonna have Greg uh, keep us posted uh, if you do anything on the podcast tip. Um, I say just dive in, man. It's 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 you you're gonna learn a lot through trial and error, but just just ain't nothing to it but to do it. Mm. Good to know. There's certainly time, right? Right. <laughs> ain't that the truth? Right, right. So, um, man, th- yeah, thanks for dropping in on us, and um, thanks for supporting the show. So, Jamil, you got anything else for us? Nah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna be cool this week. <laughs> okay. Okay, good stuff. All right, once again, I thank each and every one of y'all for carving out some time uh, to hop on the show and sharing y'all's opinions, making the show what it what it is. And uh, with that, I'm gonna bid y'all adieu, 
And I'm going to say peace. 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 Forget that, let's just party to the night end. Forget the fussing and the fighting. This for the women out there looking for the right man. I'm too dark skinned. I'm too light skinned. Forget that, let's just party to the night end. Forget the fussing and the fighting. This for the women out there looking for the right man. I